This is Alpha Geek Radio. All right, if you are here for the podcast track Lickoff, uh, unfortunately, this has been changed to the podcast track Kickoff. Uh, Hilton did not get the notes. Yep. Have you guys seen that? See uh, Go ahead, Clinton. The Lickoff will be happening later, though. Right, right. That, so that's at night. How many? Does anybody know how many years that the podcast track has been here? I mean, I've I've been doing it since 2000. I've been coming since 2006, and that was podcast pickle time. So wow, yeah. that was way back when. 2006. About 2005, 2006. We are approaching the 10th year. I think. Right. Scott Ziegler was new. Scott Ziegler was new. Yeah. Yes. And new. It started off as one panel. There was one single panel, and then it became a track the year after. Right. Wow. And look at us now. And look at yeah. us. Look at all these people licking off to <laughs> beat the band. <laughs> So we like to do this every year. We like to find out who is doing a podcast. Show of hands. All right, we got a lot of podcasts in here. Good. So you'll know what we're talking about. And those who just listen. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Thank you. We depend upon you. Nor do a podcast. Yeah. (laughs) For those who doesn't know where you're at. For those of you who think this is uh, music from British television panel. (laughs) Anybody? (laughs) To your right. Close enough. The answer is the Hollies. Hey, Governor. All right, so we got a lot of good characters up here. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna impede too much. I'm just gonna kind of introduce these guys real quick. Uh, I am the podcast director, co-director with my co-director up here, Nicole Spag. She is phenomenal. I love her. She does. He is wonderful. Aw, it's a love fest over here. Get a room. Get a room. Hey, this is their intro to a little bit country, room. a little bit rock and roll. <laughs> Nicole, yeah. you've been doing podcasts for a while. What are you doing currently? Uh, I do Lades of Lead, the right. final score with you. Totally. Uh, Nerd Parents is a new edition that I just started at the beginning of the year, so... And that's new because you're a new parent. Yeah, yeah. Right, as right. of uh, well, I didn't come in 2011. I was supposed to be here in 2011, but I was, you know, busy being pregnant. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> Sick. Lame excuse. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. So, what what can we expect to hear from you recently about uh, the the nerd parents? We got any good big hosts coming on? Uh, Scott Johnson's going to be Johnson. on, on again. You were just on. Right. Right. Um. Uh, has Lynn been on? I have. Glenn? Because he's got kids. Yeah, right? Lynn's been on. Lynn's got kids? Lynn's got yeah, a yeah. few wow. kids. <laughs> Just a few, you know. A couple. Lynn's I, got a, it's a lending library. I like that. <laughs> I, I love talking with other podcasters that have children because usually they don't do a podcast on that, so it's right. neat, It's really cool to see that side and feel like you're not alone. Right. And you'll notice that uh, Nicole is our lady on the panel. We uh, we we planned poorly, and we looked up here and said, "Uh-oh, bunch of dudes." Well, because Veronica's doing the women in tech this is panel, true. right? Yeah. Took all the women. Yeah, Veronica was going to be here, but they asked if she could be over on the uh, the women in science and tech. Let's go over there right now. Yeah, let's, let's go get her it. back. Let's go get her right now. Hey, that microphone goes over there. Just go. I'll be right back. <laughs> Now, I, I roped Lynn also into the podcast track because I've known Lynn since the beginning of time, and uh, I know him from Jawbone Radio, and he recently re-kickstarted or kickstarted the project back into existence. Yes. Uh, so how is that going? You and Nora are doing your couples we, cast. Yeah, we, we, uh, we restarted uh, Jawbone last year. We're approaching our 10th year of podcasting. Wow. Which is pretty, pretty amazing. Uh, we took the summer off just because with a with a show like ours, um, sometimes you just don't feel like opening the mic and talking. Right. And so right. it's a little bit hard to do stuff like that. But I I also do a podcast called Geek Week, mm-hmm. which um, uh, started back up in February, and I'm it's running uh, through the beginning of uh, f- uh, one full year. Right. And also I am the um, artist in residence on uh, this gentleman's uh, show, Daily Tech News Show. This guy next to you, Tom Merritt. I show up every Friday and draw a live image every Friday. That's a lot of pressure. I'm an artist as well, and that's doing it live. Yeah, it's. (laughs) I'm so used to doing it. I don't know. There is. It looks like I'm drawing it live. I have a little bit of prep. I mean, not much. So is there like a delay, like a like a couple of minutes delay in case you get naked or something? Is that? <laughs> yeah, there is, is that, always, okay. put a always. Bomb in there Never know what I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, but it, it, yeah, it's it's fun, and I think uh, Tom and Jenny had said that I'm the probably the person on DTNS who's been on the most, other than Jenny. Yeah, because you're on pretty much every Friday. Every Friday, try to be around every Friday. Right, right. And um, we'll be on tonight too. Yeah. 
Very exciting. Tom, tell us what you do. Do um, something. I do a show called Daily Tech News Show, right. which that woman has a shirt on. Yay! 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 That lady shirt. That lady, lady shirt. shirt. <laughs> I haven't actually seen it in reality that often, so I was really, right. really excited that you wore it. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, it's a daily. It's a daily tech news show. It is what it says on right. the name. Uh, Monday through Friday, covering technology news. I also do uh, cord killers about cord cutting. Uh, with Brian Brushwood, I do Current Geek, which is kind of wrapping up geeky topics every week with Scott Johnson and friends. Uh, I do Sword and Laser, which will have its show tomorrow at oh, 2.30 in the Crystal yes, Ballroom. Yes. Uh, we'll be interviewing Naomi Novik. Right. There's uh, going to be two ladies in that in that panel. Yeah, right? exactly. Right. Um, I'm passing up that joke. Uh, <laughs> Good job. I, Fill it in yourself. Sorry, you, you guys already did. Sword and Laser is about a science fiction and fantasy book club, uh, and we try to just get people excited about reading science fiction and fantasy. Uh, I also do some other fun podcasts with this gentleman, Justin Robert Young. Well, this has been fortuitous how you guys lined up because it's just like me. I don't even have to do any segues or anything. It's just like FSL Tonight is a uh, a show about <laughs> what? I was say, it's going to hit a real steep cliff. <laughs> FSL Tonight is is uh, the premier podcast in the world. Uh, it is a uh, it's a show about the FSL, a uh, sporting league of science fiction and fantasy franchises. Right. Uh, this year, the Scaro Exterminators are doing quite well, as are the New York. In the Avengers. championship, yeah. Uh, the, in the in the championship tomorrow or wait tonight 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 everybody yeah, yeah uh, the live broadcast of Dragon Sports Talk Radio's uh, after show coverage of the FSL championship. The Scaro Exterminators going against the resurgent and honor roll. And folks, people have talked all sorts of very legitimate criticism about this franchise. But the Coruscant Senators, they're back in a big way. And Under in the new management. Yeah, yeah, new management. So go ahead and check it out. If you have no idea what that means... You are it, probably it in the majority. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll enjoy the show, so come on and watch it. It's a lot of fun. It's tonight in the Crystal Ball Room at 530. Definitely Wait, come check that out, right? It's is here. Right? It's here. Yeah. In this room? Yeah, FSL yeah. is. Yeah. Oh, FSL is... Oh, so is crystal. This is the Crystal. What does the app say? Crystal. crystal? Uh-oh, you guys have been upgraded. Upgrade! <laughs> <laughs> Hilton 203. Does it really? Yeah. All right, we're going to find out for sure. But, so, uh, you know, well, somewhere it's going to be confusing. We'll be somewhere. Put a pin in it. All right, also, you do the Daily Tech News show tonight. We know this for sure. It's after hours. going to be a little bit blue, right? Grand ballroom. <laughs> no, it's going to be black. Oh, it's going to be black. Dark. I'm down with that. Yeah, mm. it's going to be. It's black than you are. We're going to turn the lights off. <laughs> right, right. Because <laughs> nobody's going to show up. <laughs> so please come out and support us on the Daily Tech uh, News. Today. Yeah, yeah, no, it's DTNS After Dark. Uh, so Jonathan Strickland will be uh, my guest. Woo, woo. Uh, I believe Veronica Belmont and Justin Robert Young have, have uh, promised to show up drunk. Uh, so. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. There is your after hours right there. Uh, it is, it's according to the app, it is in here. So. FSL Tonight yeah. is, in, is here. in here. But is Daily here. Tech News Show is in Grand Ballroom West. Yeah. Correct. At 10 p.m. At 10 p.m. So please, if you can't show up, pay a friend. Right. Please bring somebody room. with you. That is a huge We're going to get straight embarrassed if everybody doesn't bring three people. Just tell everybody, like, Jerry The blood's Ryan's on your hands. Yeah. Jerry Ryan's going to be there tonight. So It's, uh, it's probable. I'm there. I'm possible. I, it's one of those words. Love it. Also, we have Justin Robert Young. Hi. Hey. Tell us what you do, doctor. I do a comedy podcast called Night Attack. Uh, with Brian Brushwood. <laughs> Sounds funny. Uh, it, oh, it's it hilarious. Is hilarious. <laughs> it's funny because we used to do a show called NSFW Show, and we hated that name. And we came really? up with we did we we didn't like it because it just sounded like yeah we're wacky guys <laughs> like and it was kind of dumb. And so we had a brainstorming session once about uh, what we would do for another name, and and the one that we found the funniest because it was the crappiest was Night Attack. Uh, and then we wound up leaving NSFW show and restarting a new show in the same image and it was just like well whatever like night attack just seems like the way to go even though it certainly is a descriptor for like a nighttime assault of some sort <laughs> which is not funny but we're funny Hopefully. you're attacking the darkness with comedy indeed yes we rail against the dark I also do FSL and uh, and a bunch of other stuff the weird things podcast with Brian Brushwood and uh, Andrew Main. And that's pretty much what it. What about who's the boss? I mean, that's one of my And favorites. who's the boss? That's we restarted who's the boss. Who's the boss is my Doctor Who 
podcast with uh, my lovely girlfriend, Ashley Paramore, who is not supporting me right now. And everybody right. should <laughs> she texted judge her me. for not being here. Uh, no, yeah, so we talk about uh, Doctor Who and, and all sorts of... Uh, she just tells me to continually keep it positive as I get angrier and angrier about <laughs> the direction of the show. Jury Talks? Oh, and Jury Talks. It's my one mic show. It's spoiler basically show? me talking. If you... Your spoiler show. And spoiler show with Scott Johnson. Wait, wait I do a We can go stuff. all night, folks. Uh, just keep yelling at things that I you do have that I've forgotten about. by the end of this session. Oh, I know. Yeah. And, and twit, right? No. No. Too soon. Bobby. You know, and also I get offended on panels by this guy. Anyway, Bobby. Bobby Blackwolf. Bobby, tell us besides hacky sack making, what do you do? Uh, so my name is Bobby Blackwolf. I've been doing a video game podcast. Also, it's a live show for about over nine years now. I have wow. to recount Woo! every time. Um, and I also run the Voice of Geeks Network, which we, I started with uh, Rob here in the front row uh, a couple two two years ago. Um, he runs he runs Orange Lounge Radio, which, uh, according to us. Uh, is the longest-running video game uh, live internet radio show and podcast. It's been wow. running for over 12 years. Wow. That predates podcasting. It was wow. on Live 365. Um, so, but we do live internet radio, and it, you know where we try to read intelligent comments from chat. And I, I talk to gamers, <laughs> and I but I, I talk to gamers, so it's even harder. Why we took a break this week? Yeah, <laughs> why we're here instead. Um, so, uh, but we, the Voice of Geeks Network, it's, we kind of gamified the site up a little bit. We actually allow people to like check in to our podcasts and uh, stuff. So we're at vognetwork.com. We're doing a panel all about how we get people to participate and not just listen here in this room on Monday at 1130 after you've all like, you're all hung over and all checked out of your hotels. <laughs> come in here. Yeah, yeah totally. And I only do the one show, so I don't have I don't have another long list. See, when you do a good show, you don't have to try to make it up in volume. Exactly. I know. Unlike us, yeah. we're and, and just taping half failures on top of half failures. <laughs> well, that didn't work. I know. Don't see? cancel it though. <laughs> and I'm and I name my show. My show is called the Bobby Blackwell Show, which is the worst name ever. But Jay Leno can't take my spot. Yeah. So it yeah, good plan. Good plan. Eat and, it, Leno. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end, we have Legolas, who's had a horrible accident, uh, and Jonathan Strickland. It's an accurate description. Well, it's, it's because of this. It it's, is. It's, it's, it's he's right got a little elven up there. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Now I get the joke. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jonathan Strickland, I write and podcast for HowStuffWorks.com. So uh, I do a show called Tech Stuff. I do a show called Forward Thinking. I occasionally host a show called Brain Stuff. Uh, on top of all that, I have a goofy podcast I do with Ayaz Akhtar and Eric Sandine called Podcast Without Pretense, where we try to break every single rule there is about having a sustainable show. And it's going really well so far. I think like we've got three people listening. So, so far, we're proving them right. So if you want to be number four, podcast without pretense. But anyway, uh, I, I, mostly, <laughs> I mostly podcast about technology. And so I have had the distinct pleasure of being able to do some shows with a lot of the folks up here. And I look forward to continuing to do that until they figure out I don't know what I'm doing. Totally. So we saw. Uh, Wait, what? Totally. Well, nothing. <laughs> totally. Nothing. Totally. totally. <laughs> uh, all right. So we saw there was a lot of podcasters out there, and we got a lot of good stuff this weekend for you guys to uh, to figure out how to take your podcast to the next level. As a matter of fact, uh, we have one about uh, kickstarting your project. That's going to be tomorrow at 11:30 a.m. So after you get back from the parade. We're going to do that, and we've, Nicole's going to be on this panel. Can you give oh, us just no, a no, little... No, I'm going to be moderating. You're going to moderate. I, yeah, is Len on it? How? Len is not Len, on it. Yeah, Len is on it. I'm getting yeah. to that. <laughs> but it's, it's not just about Kickstarter. It's about crowdfunding. Right. It's about experiences that these guys have had with Patreon, with Kickstarter, with Indiegogo. So we we thought we would do something and kind of field questions and right. uh, pick their brains a bit. Do you guys have questions about how to do that? The Patreon, the Kickstarter, all that good oh, stuff? Is if so, save them! Like, save them, <laughs> please. Like, should you do it? Should you not do Write it? Write them down. Yeah. yeah. Put it under your pillow. And we'll sneak into your room and whisper the answers. <laughs> <laughs> it's become a threat. Yeah. yeah. Well, the one I... attack. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> The one I'm interested in is is the one that Justin's going to be doing today. 
Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. Which is the sound of silence. No one's listening to your podcast, and that's awesome. <laughs> Which is going to fill up the crystal ball room, and I hope people are listening. <laughs> uh, For God's sakes. If yeah, no one, I don't know how that. Uh, all right. I don't I mean, either. Right? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So here's we'll yeah. Uh, so it. that one, which I'm very very excited to do, and 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 Veronica is going to come on, and and hopefully anybody else who's on this panel is more than welcome if they don't have any more important things to do. But when is it? Uh, is it four o'clock today? In Crystal. In the Crystal Ball PM. Yeah. Oh. So when we should be prepping for FSL. Today. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I mean that that's pretty much all about I think something that every I know everybody on this panel has has gone through and and I would assume everybody here because I think it's a very natural uh like rite of passage for anybody who does this kind of medium that you look at those download numbers and you're like oh boy Mm. How did that happen? And you got jerks like me going, well, just have your audience. And you're like, what audience? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then you have other people that are like, well, you know, nobody listens to our podcast. We only get 12,000 downloads. And you're like, oh, Jesus, you disgust me. <laughs> uh, so anyway, it's going to be all about that. And, and really, I think the fact that like that time, and if you are in it now, then understand that the time you are in right now is the most important time in your career as a podcaster and any kind of acceleration will only take away from a lot of super valuable lessons that you need to be learning instead of focusing on a super arbitrary number that you, you talked about this on a morning stream yeah the other yeah, day and I, I did I really enjoyed that conversation uh, so there'll be more of it and more please show up please show up <laughs> who listens to the morning stream Ah, uh, so see, we need a picture of that to send to Scott Johnson. Jury did a great job of trying to, well, he didn't do a fantastic job because Scott Johnson's not here, but he did a no. great job <laughs> at trying to convince Scott to come out and all the great things that... How many people know who Scott Johnson is? Uh, Put your hands uh, down. Put your hands down. Uh, Holy crap. Uh, yeah, no, we, I, think, I think we can get him here next year for one day. I think right, a Saturday, a Saturday of, of Frog Pants programming that would, would be fantastic. Would be there. Kidnap him? You kidnap him. Yeah. Yeah, somebody, I'll, I'll tell, uh, I'll Justin, tell his wife to whisper I know some ear. ducks that might be able to chase him. <laughs> oh, yes, there's That's a whole a good point. I know. There is, if you're not listening to TMS, uh, Scott has taken on the, uh, the dubious act of, of taking on the kingpin duck. Yeah. Right. He has a yeah. lot of ducks. He has a lot of ducks. Salt Lake City, Utah. Utah. Right, right. Yeah. That's insane. So this year, uh, a lot of you guys have really push towards video now. I mean, I, I feel like this is becoming more and more prominent in the in the podcast industry. And it's one of the things we've been discussing behind the scenes, what to call this panels that we have, because podcasting is becoming a broader term. And uh, I don't know, what do you guys think about where we're going with podcasting? What do you think about, what do you think about the video? Uh, it, you know, it's funny, because the very first podcasting kickoff at Dragon Con that I came to seven years ago or whenever, right. uh, that was a, the same question. That was the same question. But same we wanted question. we wanted even, to do it. Even with the, even weren't. talking about video, although it was not as easy to do as it is now and not right. as prevalent. Uh, but, yeah, the, the dual question of, like, well, it, should podcasting still be called podcasting and where is it going and should we do video just keep coming up? And I, I was thinking about this yesterday. Uh, the fact that podcasting is still around to have that question <laughs> Right. This much later, I think it has solidified itself as something that is itself. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't have to think about what should it be. You should just be thinking about what does my show want to be? Right. Uh, do I want to do a radio show, an audio show, or or do I want to do a, yeah. a, a kind of a live look-in while I record an audio show, or do I want to go full-on video? Video is a whole lot harder mm -hmm. than audio. It's getting easier, and it'll probably continue to get easier for a while, but even when like bandwidth problems and equipment costs and everything come down, it's still just more complex because you have lighting and you have visuals that you have to deal with that you well, don't have but, to with audio. But also, I mean, like you have the tools. Look at you know the the Twitch acquisition by Amazon. You know that went for 1.1 billion, and they shut down Justin TV. Justin TV had all the exact same tools that Twitch has, right? Yeah. They just drew a circle around the fact that this is video game streaming, and now all of a sudden it's this mega property that has this gigantic imprint on the demographic that every advertiser wants to talk to. We have all the tools with podcasting, be it live streaming, uh, you know, on demand downloading. Uh, 3G uh, streaming to phones and cars and stuff like that. It's just a matter of what we want to do with it. 
And like that's what, like whenever every time we come here, I, I actually was joking to somebody earlier that we should just start this panel by saying, "Okay, well, let's get through all the questions that are always asked." <laughs> uh, podcast is not the big next big thing, and it never will be. Uh, it's really really hard to do. You should probably edit out your ums and ahs, and uh, <laughs> and and there we go. I mean, that's kind of the prime. Don't expect to make money. And don't, don't expect, expect to make money unless you're him. Yes. Yeah. Uh, How much money are we talking about, Jonathan? Well, Don't step one, make sure your company is acquired by a global multinational <laughs> corporation and then sold to another global multinational corporation, and then it's just gravy. Step by step. Very simple. A three-step solution to making money on the question internet. Mark, question mark, question mark, for profit. Yeah. Or you come to the next session, which is called the business of podcast. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I mean, which is guaranteed to make you rich. Oh, big time. <laughs> but I think it, it really is, it's all now, it's like we've got enough of a history of what can be done and has been done in new media that we have it all there. This is a very exciting time just because it's kind of mature enough that you can do a clarification on a on an idea that already has traction and find an audience that's already looking for more yeah. of what is already popular. And that's great. I mean that that's the sign of a of a really awesome time to to get into this. Yeah, and what what's interesting for me is cuz I remember like at one of one of the first Dragon Con panel the podcasting track when uh, it was starting is they would look at me and they're like, "Oh, you do live internet radio. Mm-hmm. You're not a podcaster." <laughs> You do live radio, and I'm like, but I edit it down and make it an MP3 and put it out on an RSS feed. I do it. No, you're a live internet radio person, and so now it's you know kind of seeing that everybody else is doing it and now that the tools are easier, and especially for video, people who may stream on UStream or on Twitch or something, and they can export it to YouTube without having to worry about their own file space, record it locally, and then yep. put it up if you want to do that. Um, but another thing that you want to think about is you can use YouTube as another delivery mechanism. Because uh, I know like some of our shows, I know OLR does this, and I, I do it sometimes with some of my segments, is we'll take the radio show and we'll put it up on YouTube with you know a background image and sometimes like screenshots of what we're talking about. But isn't that cheating? Cheating it, it for adds, who? Cheating. What do you mean? Because it adds – because there are people that listen, like especially on video games, like they have a 3DS. Right. They can't listen to our podcast on a 3DS unless they want to take the MP3, put it on their SD card, blah, blah, blah. But there's a YouTube app. And they can go to the YouTube app and subscribe to the channel and listen to the podcast that way. And that's just another avenue to get your thing you get I mean, out like, there. And it's in the search terms, SEO, blah, blah, blah. And, I mean, YouTube's launching YouTube Music, right? Like a, a music service right. branded by YouTube. A lot of people just listen to or watch lyric videos mm-hmm. or listen to songs that are just the album art on YouTube. There's no reason why podcasting doesn't fit exactly there because that's where podcasts initially sprung up was, hey, I already have this iPod. Like, I can also put original talk radio shows on now, it. Now, granted, good luck in convincing YouTube you own your own show. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the most... Uh, that's probably the hardest thing, yeah. putting your podcast under those new... Yeah, I, I've, I've had to try to prove if I, that I owned, like, a video of my cat and they're like, right. yeah, you didn't prove it well enough. I'm like... Hmm. My cat in my house. Did your cat file the counterclaim? Right, I right. think That's so. Funny. I think he did. Yeah, it's tough when you're doing. Uh, when you're starting out, you sometimes get uh, get content that maybe maybe is not pod safe. Is and and then when you carry that over to YouTube, YouTube is, has you know a, a thousand logarithms that goes through and searches your your video for any images that aren't supposed to be there and yeah. any music, and it'll tag it so you can't profit off of it through the YouTube market. Right, and, and, and some of the things that happen is, you know, like, you'll stream a game, and, you know, I'm in the video game world, so that's where my frame of reference is, and it's like the creator of the game wants you to actually puts a thing on the side says, yes, please profit on it. The pers- musician who did the music, yes, please profit off of it. Unfortunately, some other indie site or indie label or something flagged it, and said, no, you can't profit off of it, and you can appeal it, and YouTube's like, nope, they said you still can't profit off it, even if, even though the creator of the game and the musician who did the music of the game said, yes, please, monetize it. It's great advertising for us. And like, I think even like that game, I think it was Super Hexagon, Like the guy who ra- made the game put a trailer up, and YouTube flagged it and wouldn't take it off. <laughs> Interesting. Well, Justin, uh, you run? Or go ahead, the, well, the problem with YouTube, and, and we, we, I should clarify, because I don't think these guys are making the point that the future of your podcast is putting it on YouTube. I think the point is no. find lots of different places to, yes. put, to put your stuff. Don't Expand. limit it and think, oh, well, I should only do RSS 
because that's what podcasting but, is. Do that, but find out where else your audience might be willing to or want uh, to listen or watch your show. And, and with him, it was you, it was YouTube because he had a marketer like, yeah, I'm a gamer. I have a 3DS. I want to listen to it. Uh, it may or may not be YouTube for you. It, it may be Vimeo. It may be SoundCloud. It may be something totally different. But to the YouTube point, they have a very dumb content ID yes. algorithm that says, I believe everything I'm told, and right. I block everything I'm told to block. And and what you're talking about has happened to me before, too. Uh, we did a sword and laser video show for Geek and Sundry, and so when we were in their channel, everything went through Content ID, and the we had people sending us video questions, right? And we told them put them up on YouTube, and then we'll take them off YouTube and put them in the show. So we took a guy's question, put it in the show, uploaded the show, it went into Content ID. Content ID was told this show is copyright, you know, Geek and Sundry. They went and they took down the guy's question because oh. it was in our show. Wow! And then we had to go to YouTube and go through a bunch of hoops to be like, no, don't take the guy's video down. We we want people to be able to do right, that. It's right. just this really dumb system. Absolutely. Uh, just one more point on the YouTube thing is that right now, the for me, the biggest question is where is your audience? And there's no reason to think that you have any idea where that is. And all you have to do is just keep fishing and poking. Like, for example, Brian Brushwood, who a lot of us know, like, has this scam school show, was thought of on Revision 3 and now Discovery as a podcast. That it was a thing that you downloaded on your device in the traditional podcast form, and YouTube was just another place that it was uploaded. At some point, he realized the most passionate audience for this lives on YouTube and not via podcast. And so it became a YouTube show that had a podcast and it has exploded exponentially because of it, because he started treating it and acting like it was a YouTube experience. Yeah. Don't be afraid to evolve. Yeah. yeah. Do not Perfect. be afraid to change. I'll also say with um, – so, so I also do a video podcast with my husband. Well, my husband's really doing it, the, called The Wood Whisperer. And we have many channels. Don't feel like you have to do them all at once. So over, over time, we, we moved into TiVo. Um, I created a, a, a native app. There are people that watch our show that don't even realize we have a website or we're on YouTube. They just know. They they typed in woodworking in iTunes App Store and they saw this free and there's 200 videos that they can watch. That's how they know us. Mm -hmm. So y you'll find little pockets of audience in, in some of the most unlikely places. Yeah. And what, what's funny with the TiVo, because I have a TiVo, and every once in a while, Wood Whisper, Wood Whisper will show up <laughs> in the top four little things yeah. above my thing. I'm like, I know people that do that. That's kind of cool. <laughs> Excellent. Where was I before I got a message from somebody? Right. Licking off something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're here for. Yep. Yep. Right, right. All right, so... Uh, Welcome all right. to the liquor. I'll ask an easy question then. Are you all guys, are you guys doing this for a living? Come on, who's doing yes, it for a living? Yes, I quit my job totally last quit your year. Job. Yeah. And, uh, we have a lot of sex stories up here. Started doing it full time. Success. Success. That's what I said. <laughs> Just want to make sure. Success. That's what I said. It's a lot right, of work. Right? I work probably yeah. more now than I did in my <laughs> normal job. So it's um, not an easy. It's not an easy thing then. So no. Yeah, it's a lot of work. You you own it. I mean, it's your baby then. Right. So how about you? Uh, not podcasting necessarily, but art, um, which I've used podcasting and vidcasting to um, get my stuff out there. Um, yeah, I'm a full time artist. I'm an illustrator. That's what I do for a living. And um, definitely the new media um, uh, portion of my stuff which I you know speaking of YouTube I'm doing speed drawing videos and things like that on YouTube uh, which are in co which are additional content for my pro uh, my program geek week um, has definitely helped um, you know cement me as an artist so um, but yeah that's what I, I do full-time but not necessarily podcasting but podcasting is definitely a portion of what I do so. it's a prong which is, a, is a really part this uh, important part of, of a business oh, it, model is it's every it, yeah it's it's podcasting it's social media it's it's engagement with the audience and everything else it's 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 just like these these guys said just try everything um, and eventually you'll find out where where your audience is coming from so and you've recently struck out on your own Tom right I mean you were 
Yeah, well, and, and, and to be fair, uh, you know, my wife has a really good job, which gives right. me a, a, a good safety net to be able to take some risks that I don't know that I would have taken otherwise. Uh, I, I, I feel most in admiration of what the Spagnolos do. Because you guys, that's, your whole thing is in that basket, yeah. and you've built, like, a really valuable business there. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I went off on my own in January, uh, and I've been able to do Patreon to fund the Daily Tech News Show, which has made that entirely possible. Uh, Any patrons in the audience for Daily oh, Tech News you. Show? Yeah. Yay. You guys yeah. rock. Uh, you cool. are the reason that that show exists because, you know, I have to have a producer help me out and I got to pay her and I got to pay bandwidth and bandwidth costs are going up as more days get more popular. Um, but that's that's working. That's working really well. And it has allowed me to be able to pull my weight in the family to say like, okay, yeah, I'm bringing in, I'm bringing in some money doing this. Uh, we take advertising on Sword and Laser. Uh, we sell merchandise for Current Geek. Uh, so we're trying a lot of different things on different shows, uh, in, in varying levels of success too. But it's interesting to see how they work. You, 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 when you tell E, I'm gonna buy those new shoes. Those are those are mine. Yeah. I can buy what I want. I do. Is this sort of you, Nicole, the shoe thing? <laughs> I don't buy anything, actually. <laughs> I feel Good really plan. guilty. Meanwhile, in your family, Django and Sawyer, dead weight. Yeah. <laughs> really need to monetize them. Exactly. <laughs> Those are my dogs right. for anybody. It's like, who are Django and Sawyer? Right? Uh, I have a very uh, schedule, malleable kind of job that, although it takes a lot of time, doesn't always take all day so i'm able to do a lot of uh, a lot of what i do but you know sometime uh with 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 the grace of i mean patreon to be very honest we'll talk about this in the kickstarting thing but it completely changed the game for me you know it was a a fundamental shift where it went from like well this is a really awesome hobby and i get so much out of it and it's very very fulfilling and i'll never stop doing it to like well, hello there. <laughs> like, like now it looks like I can put more effort and more time and more creative energy and, you know, maybe sometime in the future make it my my sole thing to do is to do the 19,000 podcasts that we listed off uh, at the beginning of this panel. But it's far closer to doing that. Somebody woke the dragon. <laughs> that thunderstorm uh, rolled through. It's yeah. only Friday morning, too. Yeah. <laughs> Smog. So, Smog. Uh, me, short answer, no. Um, the, basically, I like kind of the way that I've got it now. I like, like, my, like my job. I'm a software developer, so I'm actually not looking to make this a full-time thing. I like this being a hobby. I don't want to have the stress of, okay, this is my living you know, and all that stuff. But really, for me, the way I get paid is more in experiences and stuff you know, because – I've been coming to Dragon Con. My first Dragon Con was 1996. And if you told me in 1996, Bobby, you're going to be on a panel at Dragon Con, I would have been like, you're kidding. No, that's not going to happen. So it's stuff like this, getting to meet people and getting to do things from the podcast, that's worth more for me than saying, oh, I can quit my day job and do this as my actual job. I'd rather have the experiences and you know, getting to know people and meet people and, and piss people off on panels. Yeah. Uh, Swiping left, left. and uh, that oh. that means more to me. So no, I mean I, I love doing this as a hobby, and I'm going to keep doing it as long as as long as I can. But I'm not looking to make it any kind anything that I quit my day job for because I like my day job. I think that's no matter what that's universal though, and I would say it's probably for everybody on this panel that like if you are doing it as your day job, I mean obviously you know you got to pay the rent right, and that's really important. But the I would venture to say not to put words in anybody's mouth that it's. If you have the larger bandwidth to do more stuff, then you're hoping that those ex- it's it's those experiences that are really your driving force. It's it's connecting more of your audience. It's uh, doing the big thing that just gets everybody so excited, and you get to feel like, oh man, I got to do something, and everybody was happy about it. Like that's that's that. I mean, that's you guys here. Every like all of us on this panel, like. That's why it's all worth it, you know. That that being said, though, if a global conglomerate wants to purchase Voice of Geeks Network, I've got my business card here, and we can talk. <laughs> and then get purchased by another conglomerate. Yes, yes that's the well, key. Baby steps. Baby yeah, steps. I just want to say that the experiences are the second largest driver for me. The first being the massive piles of money. <laughs> I am paid to. No, I don't get paid massive piles of money to podcast. Actually, what's funny is that up until two years ago. People would ask me all the time. They'd say, oh, isn't it great that your job is that you're a podcaster? Isn't that fantastic? And I said, well, that would be 
amazing. And, and don't get me wrong, I love doing the podcasts I do. But technically, I was a senior writer for HowStuffWorks.com. My job was to write articles for the website. And on top of that, I did the Tech Stuff podcast. That was not really part of my job description. Um, it was an additional duty as assigned, you could think of it as. Uh, and it was great. I loved doing it. But it was considered to be kind of a brand extension sort of thing. But those podcasts started to get more and more popular. Stuff You Should Know is easily the flagship uh, podcast out of How Stuff Works. And it's so well known that there are prob probably more listeners than folks who just go to How Stuff Works on a, on a daily basis. I mean, there are probably listeners to Stuff You Should Know who, despite the fact they say it every single episode, don't know that How Stuff Works even exists. Mm -hmm. uh, so... Two years ago, they decided to really have me focus on podcasting and video. So now it really is my day job. That's your gig. Yeah. But, I mean, the nice thing is my attitude is just the same. It's exactly what I love doing. So, really, it's given me the opportunity to do what I love and really focus fully on it. Occasionally, I might write an article for the website or I might update something. But, in general, my full-time job is the researching and production of podcasts and videos for How Stuff Works. So in my case, it was just an evolution of my role at the company I work for, and it happened to align with what I really wanted to do. So I am aware that it's an incredibly fortunate case. That is incredible. All right. We also have a couple of podcasters out here, and my mic is all kinds of scratchy, scratchy. Uh, Clinton, what's that? I'm going to hand it to Clinton and make him uh, take care of the rest of it here. Clinton, you're also going to be doing the comedy forecast tonight, right? Yes. Yes, I am. Hi, I'm Clinton. I'm a podcaster. Hi, Clinton. Uh, hi, hi, Clinton. And, uh, yes, I'll be actually co-doing a podcast, uh, live podcast this evening with Chuck and Craig from Technorama. We're right back here. Woo! So that's 7 o'clock. Um, right here in this room, we are not in the crystal ballroom, so just yet. Okay. <laughs> uh, Everything's in the crystal ballroom. And speaking of the state of podcasting, I just came Stick back. Bigger on the inside. Ah. This one won't. Oh, look at that. Uh, I just came back from podcast movement, and I think there's a session uh, that's going to be sometime this weekend about the past, present, and future of podcasting. Tomorrow at five. Tomorrow at five. And I've got things to say at that one because it was quite an interesting experience at Podcast Movement. Mm. Mm. Good or bad? <sighs> an experience at Podcast Movement. Oh, that's, a, that's what we call in the business a tease, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> We're about to open the floor up for questions, but do we have any other podcasters who have a, a track this week? Wait, you, you're going to run it? You're gonna, I'm going to give it to you? We're going to give it? Do you have a podcast? <laughs> Both these mics suck. You mock Reichenberg, your Both mic are breaks. Hard. This is true. All right. Dang it, Dunaway, you had one job. All right, come on. <laughs> I'll tell you what, don't get this man any Red Bull. All right? <laughs> this guy is insane. Do not give him a Red Bull. All right, so if you have some questions for any of the guys up here, just let it, go ahead and let them fire. Kim? Anybody? I know you have some questions, Kim. Ladies and Lee, y'all doing one this week? No. I don't bite. <laughs> Uh, all right, yeah, come on. Who's got a question? You Just ask a, ask a... Talk amongst yourselves. Yeah. That's what we've been doing. Are you guys shy? Yeah. Uh, it's Dragon Con. I mean, come on. Tomasi to the rescue. It's not a question so much as... Uh, Where are you going? Is there a thunderstorm? Yeah, just in the microphone. Oh, okay. Uh, don't think that you... Because you are a podcaster, that that must be your end goal is to do this full time. Several people have been fortunate enough to do this and quit their day job and get a paycheck. Others have been able, like Jonathan, to apply it to their skill set and then sort of back into that as a career. I'm, I'm one of those lucky few that I started... This is Atari 2600. Atari, I know, yeah. <laughs> We're playing combat. Go left, go left, go left. Oh, no. Are we better? Better one, better two. So it's it's been a lot of fun to do podcasts for the last ten years. I've had a blast. Some are better than others, and uh, but be to be able to take that skill set and then use it as your brand to say, look, not only do I do software development, but I can help you develop a software app to internally 
produce content and share that with other people. And they go, oh, really? What's that called? You know, well, it's a podcast. I can write an app to do an RSS feed. Big, you know, whoopee-doo. You just got to picture me doing That man takes the craziest pictures. He got one of me a couple of years in this shirt on that table going, oh! <laughs> I use it in presenta- presentations all the time. Prison. <laughs> he talked it. Don't drop the mic. Orange is the new podcast. (laughs) But it's been a whole lot of fun to be able to take that skill set and say, look, I know how to make audio, I know how to make video, and now I've got other people in our company asking me to do voiceovers for some of the corporate videos. I'm like, do you know what you're asking? Really? (laughs) Just click the right button, right click on the mouse. Uh, I'll tell you that that is, uh, and I would say even beyond business, like life stuff. Like you know, if you do a podcast and you have any listeners, right? And I mean one, you have somebody that has come to you to listen to what you have to say, and if they interact with you, that just to me, I mean, like you just learn so much about who people are and, and what they want and what the relationship is to a listener to a content producer and then you could like contrast that to what you would want to say to somebody for whom you listen to it, it i think i would hesitate to say that it, it makes you a better human being to produce something that people enjoy and then listen to other stuff yeah uh, yeah or it can make you a terrible human being yeah. <laughs> but i would say that you're probably a terrible human being going in i think like, it can only make you better yeah. If you just suck as a human, there's sorry, bro. We can do with podcasting yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Justin, did you see that YouTube video? It was the psychology um, behind the content creator and the listener, and the no, responsibility that we have when we are talking. Uh, and oh. there's like a whole relationship happening. It was that really, it was actually a, a fascinating. That's yeah. I speak and you listen. <laughs> I know. Well, listen, we all know whenever you miss a week and all of a sudden you get that like, <laughs> hey, you know, just pod wondering. Your pod you cancel your show? When is, when is the episode this week going up? Like, you know, just wondering. Yeah. <laughs> like, sorry, Johnny. We, we didn't do it. We have questions. Technical issues. So uh, one of the uh, perennial... One of the perennial uh, dilemmas with podcasters, I think, is uh, starting new shows because ideas for new shows are always abundant. How do you decide when you have enough time to actually do a new show and balance that with uh, not sorry, sorry. <laughs> balance it? Balance that with uh, not uh, hurting your existing show. Yeah, that was great. That was like like shattering the backboard. Like that that question was so good. <laughs> Uh, new shows. So, uh, don't ask me. I, Tom? I, 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 can't, I, can't, I only do one, so I'm going to sit out on this one. So I sat on Nerd Parents for two years before I pulled the trigger. I had the domain. I had the Twitter URL. I had everything, and I just sat on it. And then I was like, I'm never going to do this if I just if I, I just did it. Uh, start, it was like my New Year's resolution. I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I wasn't prepared at all, but I just kind of did it. And I didn't really have the time. I have a two-year-old. so. Um, but I, I made I made the time. Um, and it's been really rewarding since. So it, it, I don't know about you. I Everything in my schedule said don't do it. You don't have the time to do it. But now I, I just integrated it into my life. And now Has it's, it been successful? It has, actually. Um, I even have a sponsor for the show, so choremonster.com. <laughs> so, yeah. appropriate, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot of work, and there's times where I, I, I purposely structured it because it is a parenting podcast. You know, when you're a parent, things happen, kids get sick. I, I, I structured the show to have a rotating set of co-hosts because, you know, kids get sick, so you need to bring other parents in. So... I tried to think ahead that, oh, when, you know, flu season hits, I may not have an episode, and I always want to have an episode. So I have a backlog of shows that are just waiting for that. So that was part of my strategy in trying to determine whether or not to do is how I was going to approach it, to be consistent. You, you have such a rad community for that show, too, because, yeah. like, especially in, like, the Frog Pants 
like network where people have you know are already listening to podcasts like it just whenever people talk about nerd parents it's like the breath of fresh air like oh my god finally there is a show that is exactly in the vein of how i like shows to be but it's about these things that are so hard to just have conversations with in in daily life and when you're going through it i i I remember having, you know, being a new parent and feeling so alone, just utterly alone. And yeah. it was my, and it was the Frog Pants community and the podcasting community yeah. that helped me through that time. So that's kind of where it was born. And, and yeah, I mean, especially like it's nerd parents, so you have a <laughs> subgenre that is like almost defined on alienation, yeah. you know, about a very alienating point in life. Yeah. So the, the answer is wait till you're going some, through something really difficult <laughs> and then launch a podcast <laughs> about it. Uh, uh, I think I think for us with like FSL, the thing I am a huge fan of and Geek a Week too is that like if you have an idea, short run it, you know, do six episodes. Think about you know what what would be the best six episodes that I could do, and then gauge where you are in terms of how much you like doing it, how much people are responding to it. Uh, it, It's the hardest thing to do is feel like you're disappointing yourself by quitting on an idea. But if you have a limited, it begins here, it ends here. A sorts. Yeah. And so for FSL, there's that. Uh, And, and geek a week is like, yeah, you was actually, it was actually at dragon con, uh, where I was talking to Tom, uh, about geek week. And he was the one suggested doing shortened seasons I thought, wow, I never thought about doing it. I always thought of it as a short run, you know, limited time uh, thing. Uh, and it was Tom who, who actually suggested. I was just to selfish because I wanted you to do more episodes. Well, <laughs> well, you know, that's the one thing too is you asked about when you, if you should do another show. One of the things that really could push you forward and 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 have you do a show is people in the podcasting community, like your peers. Um, you know, you can see that a lot of the people up here, um, they're doing shows because they're friends with other podcasters, and they're the ones that are propelling them forward. And um, yeah, that is actually, that, that was at DragonCon, where, where I was, I came up with, I was like, why, why couldn't I do smaller seasons and smaller runs, which then worked out into, because uh, they're trading cards, they turn into expansion sets. And so I would do these 15, like, expansion sets, and it wasn't it wasn't as big of a deal for me to do another huge 52 card set but these smaller ones I could do and then um, so I've done three of them but it wouldn't if it wasn't for Tom I wouldn't have thought about that in in, in that entirely different way uh, where I felt well if I'm gonna do another geek week I gotta do one every week I gotta do an entire year and it wasn't like that so reach out to your other podcasting uh, peers um, and uh, and they may actually help you figure out how you can fit it into your life and how you can make a great show work. What your barriers are. Yes. Yeah. Well, because it, it's, it's a weird thing, right? There's there's the whole getting into podcasting that we all had at some point where we're like, should I do this and delaying? And then, then you get in and you're like, how can I stop myself? Because <laughs> I have all these ideas. And I think what I do with myself now is I, tr- I start with the premise, which seems really obvious, of like, if I start this, is it going to be giving me something more than the things I'm already doing? And is there something that I should start to phase out to replace it? Like if I've reached that maximum level, um, you know, at a certain point you haven't reached it, and you're like, hey, I've got extra time. If you feel bored and you've got extra time, then totally just try stuff out. I, I agree with that. But it, then it becomes a little trickier if you're like, I'm kind of full. Is there something that's not performing as well, or it's getting tired, or it's getting old? And those are hard decisions to make. Mm-hmm. But you know, you that I, that's what I do with myself anyway. Is I just look at it, I'm like, okay. I could do this new idea and it'd be really exciting for a while. Am I going to, am I, do I think, do I guess that I'm going to enjoy or get more out of doing that than this other thing that I would have to stop doing to replace it? I don't yeah. know if that helps. Similar to that, I mean, something else that feeds into that, Tom, is you know when you feel like, if you've been doing a show for a really long time, I mean, I've been doing tech stuff for, for quite a while, um, there can come a time where you start to, you start to feel depending upon your passion for the show that uh, that maybe maybe the the format itself has gotten a little tired and that's when you start to think well could I fade some this out and in replacement for something else or do I need to just have some sort of uh, evolution of the show I've been doing for some time so that it still is entertaining and fun for me to do and uh, we're actually going through that right now with tech stuff tech stuff is going to be changing pretty dramatically I think over the next six months 
and this is a show that's been having the same format for for six years. It's now going to be about pie. Yeah, oddly <laughs> enough, um, Amish pie. pie. Yeah, it's actually all just going to be about the technology of the year 1215. <laughs> um, it's for year. 2015. It's a great year. It was a great year, though, guys. A great year. Yeah, the Magna Carta, magnificent. <laughs> so uh, at any rate, no, I mean it's. Carta. But that is one of those things where where it, that that's become a challenge for me because it's one I, one day I just realized yeah, I said you know I. I've been doing the show for a really long time, and the listeners still enjoy it, and I still I still like doing it. But I feel like there are days where I feel like, ooh, this is this is starting to feel a little more like work than it did when I, when I first started. And uh, I realize it's not because I don't want to do podcasting; it's just that I need to I need to inject some new life into the right. show. I need to change things up so that my interest level stays high so that my listeners can still be informed and entertained. I don't I don't want my listeners to to end up saying, "Wow, it's clear that he just he's just doing this because this is what passion. he does." Yeah. yeah. You know, he lost a smile. To that to that effect, <laughs> I've been a contender. Twice a year, I try to make John smile just for that reason. No, uh, he's come so close nice. today. That's a, that's a podcast. I mean, do you guys do anything throughout the year to re-energize yourselves? I mean, it's actually what I started. What I, I uh, changed this into making right a joke, now. But, yeah, twice a year yeah, I, with true. every show, I try to sit down, like once in the summer, once in the winter, and just look and go, okay, what's not working? What is working? What should we change? What should we move? What should we shift? And it's funny, like. With Tech News Today, the show I used to do before Daily Tech News Show, the team was always like on board, and we'd go get enchiladas, and we'd like you know work out stuff, and it was always great. Uh, other shows that I've done, the the ho- I've had hosts who are like, why do we need to change anything? You know, so sometimes it you, you've got different levels of, of buy-in on that, but I think it's important to convince them like we don't have to change anything, but let's just look at it. And let's yeah. just see, like, let's go through and go, hey, wait, maybe that's not working that well. And every time I've done it, I've always ended up with a better show afterwards. Well, with Ladies of Lead, um, Stephanie sent in a couple clips. And we've been doing that show since 2009. And just recently, we started putting a, a clip at the front and a clip at the back. And it, I'm like, I love this. Like, why didn't we do this sooner? This is great. Yeah, so, you, you got to be open to that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and, and like I said, don't be afraid to evolve. Don't be afraid of change. And you know what? The the, the reality is some listeners don't like change, yep, and they may truth. get upset, but don't worry. The, uh, a bunch of them will come back because I've seen that. They're like, oh, you're, you're not going to do that anymore. I'm never listening again. And then like a month later, they're back. I, Just kind of silently come back in. I think it was Scott Johnson was telling me uh, recently, or maybe somebody was telling me Scott said this, uh, that he tried something where he announced a change, on a show, and everybody like, oh, I can't believe you're doing that. And so he just didn't do it. He's like, okay, I'm not going to do that change. And then waited three months, made the change without saying anything about it in advance, <laughs> and no one noticed. True story. Yeah. So it. I mean, there's. I, I think sometimes if it's a big change that everybody's going to notice, you have to prepare yeah. and get their buy-in, and that's smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of make the audience feel like it's their idea, just like with bad bosses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not to say the audience is a bad boss, but there are slices. Um, but it. I'm taking away my Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I knew I shouldn't have said it. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like, get back there. But but sometimes you can make changes, and if you make a bigger deal out of them than they are, I guess that's like, then that opens the yeah. door. We find that too. It's like you don't have to ask your audience about every little well, thing because oftentimes the audience is there to be there for you. Yeah, you know, you are defining the experience, and you need to do it confidently. So you can project confidence into those that want to buy in. There will always be people who bitch. Very oftentimes, if you are worried about overreacting to their complaints, you are overreacting to a small minority. Mm-hmm. A loud and that, one. Yeah, uh, they're loud because and, – and again, it's very self-selecting how we deal with, with feedback because it's rare. It, it's actually extraordinarily rare compared to everybody that listens to the show, and they might really, really enjoy it. And they might passively just kind of turn it off or not download it because they don't enjoy stuff. But – the people that yell and scream, no matter positive or negative, it's a small it's a small group, you know, and you just got to keep that in mind. Very good. We're about to wrap up here. We've got about five more minutes. If you do have a question, uh, you only have to go up here to the stand in front of everybody. Come on, you people. Anybody? Well, let's do let's do a couple of questions. Rapid All fire. All right, rapid fire. Let's do this thing. Here we got here somebody coming up. All right. Bum, bum, bum. 
Hello, I'm Albie from the Quantum Leap Podcast. Yeah. And I was wondering, how do you get the word out? Because usually when people hear about our show and they would be like our target audience, they love it. But it's just getting those people to find out about it. Get a deal with Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good idea. Yeah. um, Well, you're going to kind of talk about that in your panel. Sure, yeah. I mean, all right. Here's, I think that's kind of a weird question in general and it's a very common one but oftentimes we think about how do we get the word out and I feel like everybody knows identify your target audience that has not already listened to your show and try to talk to them in whatever those mediums are be they other podcasts message boards Facebook groups you know that right Mm -hmm. the problem is you do that and nobody listens right right (laughs) here's where you need to focus on get your podcast to where you know that was a great episode. That was a special episode. Then go talk to people. And don't make it often, you know? Just when you know that you have something great, then talk about it. Because if you do something super regularly, it becomes less special. And, and that demand and that buy-in that you could have from a qualified audience just isn't going to be there. If you, on the Quantum Leap podcast, do something really rad that you put a lot of work into, you have a really awesome interview that maybe breaks some kind of news or something like that, that's when you want to go and attack people that you know are interested in it because, yeah, you want to night attack them. Make it after 12 noon. Uh, But yeah, I mean, I I would say, think of it, number one, quality, quality, quality. That solves all audience problems like... Full stop. You you it makes everything easier. It makes the solutions work better. Yeah. 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 And then number two, just you know, don't make yourself uh, too well known. You know, like okay. just when be there. If you're part of the community, you're part of the community. And then when you have something awesome, pow! Like let them know that it's right there. Do for you them. have a lot of community involvement on your show? Uh, yeah, our Facebook group's pretty big. People I mean, uh, send a lot of feedback. I I find that when you involve your audience. Mm-hmm. You know, make a whole section about questions or yeah, I, reading different things. That that seems to always engage them more. Mm-hmm. Word of mouth more, shareability, okay. that kind of Give stuff. Give them a call in yeah. line. A call in mm-hmm. line is a good way because people love to hear their voice. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm going to be listening. I'm going to be on the show. It's like the old time radio type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, interaction. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Never underestimate the power of reading somebody's name on the radio. Definitely. Yeah. Or on television yeah. or anything yep. like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, what I do is I do word of mouth. At the end of every one of my shows, I always have this feel. If you like the show, tell a friend. If you hate the show, tell an enemy. I don't care. Just tell someone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you know, and people will do that. And if you have like a big interview, I believe Stitcher, you can actually like e- if you're on Stitcher, your podcast, you can actually email them, say, "Hey, I've got a huge interview," oh, yeah. and they may they may actually kind of feature it on the homepage yeah. or something if you have something big. You can do that with iTunes as well. You, you, yeah. might, you might think that Apple is this big behemoth, but with podcasting, they're actually fairly accessible. It's like one dude. Just yeah. make sure you get weeks in advance. It's actually a lady. Yeah, It's a lady. Used to be a dude. Used to be two dudes. Uh, and listen, if you doubt how excited people get when you shout their name out, you can just go ahead and ask Curtis LaRock, Crunchy, and Cowgirl Curtis. It's a really good thing to shout out people. Thank you. <laughs> Crunchy's not there anymore. Where can we see anymore. your podcast at? Where can we see your podcast at? QuantumLeapPodcast.com Swipe right. How many of you are going to go subscribe right this second? Oh, come on. What? They're too busy subscribing. Yeah, so there That's you. right. They're too busy typing in. All right. Well, that's that about it? it. That's about well, all the time we have. So. We should say that um, we're streaming the entire track uh, on yeah. alphageekradio.com. So we if are. you miss right. any of this or you want to re-listen to this, you can go to alphageekradio.com, streaming live, record it. We got it covered. Oh, and I also want to mention that I have uh, some limited uh, uh, prints uh, from DTNS, and also I have my uh, Groot print here very limited so right. you can you can either pick them up after this pot, uh, panel or after the DTNS panel after dark tonight just ask Lynn right back meet there right meet meet Lynn at the back of the, of the room right there at the table where Kim is at find Lynn if you can't see Lynn ask me I'll point him out oh nice <laughs> nice <laughs> owie this is the Groot Oh, the Groot this is the DTNS with Tom and Justin and Molly. Look yeah. at that. Look at that, hey. Justin. That you is spot on. It. And this is uh, War Kitty <laughs> with a little Veronica Belmont. <laughs> Honestly, I did not make many, so 
once they're gone, they're gone. That's it. So. Excellent. Uh, any closing words, Tom? Be good to each other. Very good. <laughs> Justin? Uh, I love you guys. Yeah. Love it. Love I love it. you, Poppy. I love you, Poppy. <laughs> I am Groot. <laughs> we, are we are Groot. We are Groot. We'll be here all weekend, all the way until Monday. So there's a lot of things going on here in the Hilton 203, as well as a lot of things going on in the Crystal Ballroom. Uh, Get the Dragon Con app. Uh, Kim was pointing a few minutes ago. If you get the Dragon Con app, which I suggest you do, please rate each of the uh, shows because that that does go into consideration for next year. We would greatly appreciate that. Five stop. (laughs) I don't know if it goes Five stop. If if you like this panel, tell a friend. If you hate this panel, tell an enemy. Right. (laughs) Just tell someone. And uh, coming up next will be our 2.30, The Business of Podcasting. We're going to have Mark Gunn, Nicole Spag, and Tom Merritt. And Bill Duran is here. Oh, oh Bill Duran. Bill Duran. Yep, yep. It's not personal. It's just business. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. Thanks, guys. We appreciate it.